Welcome to my podcast. You are not alone. Convos with Annalisa. I am Annalisa. I am super excited to have you back here with me. Today's topic is going to be kind of the big monster for all you parents, caregivers, helpers, anything like that out there. Distance learning has definitely been something that I expected to be scarier than what it was. Um, I was very, very fortunate overall to have had a really good experience with it. And I guess a really big shout out to the girls' school. They have definitely given the parents the tools that we've needed and open communication between the teachers and myself and their dad um, has really been helpful. And it's just, you know, it's taken a lot. It's it, it, It takes a village, but we're all here for it. And so let's kind of let's kind of jump into that today. March 6, 2020 was the last day my girls both went to school um, for the school year of 2019 and 2020, which was, I mean, just kind of another day we had sent them to school. It was actually field day at their school. So I'm super glad that they got to end that school year with um, basically like a big party. They had uh, outdoor activities for them. And at the end of the day, I remember they had, um, one of those snow cone machine, like those little trucks that kind of pull up. And so the girls were really excited and had asked me if I could get them one. And sometimes I say yes. And sometimes I say no, because let's be really honest. Do I really want this mess in my car? That day, I'm super, super thankful that I said yes, because that was pretty much like the beginning of the roller coaster. At that point, we had kind of started hearing things about this coronavirus. It really hadn't hit here where we were concerned. Um, So I remember the next week was spring break. We ended up taking the girls to Corpus Christi. Um, My dad was actually in the hospital at the time. And so we visited the hospital. We didn't have to wear a mask. We didn't have to do anything crazy. Of course, we sanitized our hands because I've just kind of always been big on that. So that wasn't anything new. That week, um, we really just enjoyed each other. And by the end of the week, by that like Saturday, like coronavirus was like a thing. And there was so much information kind of being given to us about it. And I was nervous because I was like, do I send the girls to school on Monday? Do I not send them? The school hadn't said anything to us at that point. You know, we were all kind of joking about it, kind of saying to ourselves like, oh, you know, they're probably going to make us go in because our school, it it has to be something really huge for them to decide that they're going to close for any kind of reason, you know? And so um, that Sunday, it was Sunday that they decided that we were going to be doing distance learning and there wasn't really a plan. It, it, they were going to give us another week off and 
basically just kind of write it out with us, see what was going to happen. I mean, you had sent these children home without their school supplies. Not every child is fortunate enough to have access um, not only to a computer or a tablet, but even internet in their home. You know, a lot of families will generally just use their cell phones as their internet source. And it's very hard to do any kind of work on a phone. Big props to anyone that had to kind of go through that because I'm sure that was super stressful. At that point, I started realizing that, I mean, we were going to be missing some crucial months for kindergarten for Mabel Ann. It made me very, very nervous because I said to myself, how, she, this is the year they learn. How is she going to learn to read? <laughs> like, how is she going to finish with these tools? Mind you, I had already tried this with her. I had already tried teaching her. And let's just go with, she doesn't do well with me as her teacher. I'm her mom. I am the boo-boo kisser. I am the Xbox fun mom. You know, I'm the baking mom. I'm definitely a lot of things, but educator is where I think I fall short. And that's okay. I mean, we're all just kind of making it through. And so it was definitely a challenge that I knew that I was going to have to kind of take on for us here at home because I didn't want her to fall behind in any way, shape or form. So at that point, we decided to repurchase the ABC Mouse um, kind of program. We decided to go ahead and start the Hooked on Phonics program. I mean, I was throwing everything but the kitchen sink at this because I said I don't want for her to be behind because of something that I could have potentially helped with. Addie Mae was a little bit different. It was a little bit nerve wracking for her, but it was also like, I knew she could do it. She's just always been extremely independent and she's just super intelligent. Um, I, I don't know where, I know she doesn't get it from me. I know she gets that from her dad. Um, it takes me a little bit longer to learn some things than it does her and her father. They kind of just pick up on things, which is fantastic. I mean, you kind of need that in moments like this. The only thing I was concerned about was if they were going to be taking the star test the next year, um, which is just like a test here in Texas. I don't even know if it's still called star. I could be completely wrong. I mean, I'm from the era where we called it toss test. Shout out if you are in that with me. Um, you know, so it was, it was a little nerve wracking because I said, am I supposed to be teaching her things that are going to help her pass this class? Definitely scary for both of the girls. Um, it was, it was definitely an adjustment and just kind of one of those things where you got to put your boots on and just kind of go with it. So we ended up getting like a second week off from school um, just so that they could start getting things kind of put together, trying to get like work plans, lesson plans, things like that. Our wonderful educators did a fantastic job for all of this being like last minute on the fly. Um, it was definitely everyone kind of came together and pulled through for this. Again, I was a little bit nervous, so I was doing whatever I could here at home. At that point, I had looked up um, different 
things that I could be doing with Addie Mae, like exercises for like math, as far as like just her multiplication. I was giving her problems and grading them just because I wanted her to stay sharp. I didn't want for her to, to lose any of these skills that she had worked so hard to get. And with Mabel Ann, I just basically, we, we started really kind of going a little bit deeper with the whole ABC mouse and paying for the assessments that they offer. And so we were able to see where her weak points were, kind of give her some more help in those areas and just kind of generally get her a little bit sharper in those, in those areas. So it was definitely really, really interesting. Um, I was really fortunate throughout this time that I am a stay at home mom. So this didn't affect our family how I have seen it affect other families. Um, I am the primary person who stays home. And so it was it was easier to kind of like immerse myself in all of this only because this is what I do. <laughs> I cook, I clean, and I take care of the kids. And now we were going to be adding distance learner, educator, I don't know, whatever you want to call me at that point. Um, it was... It was very hard to to put myself up for that and to kind of just tell myself it's going to be okay and you've got this and you've got a whole team behind you, which was the school, which I mean, seriously, I I don't know how those those people did it. Um, it was definitely really interesting to to watch them come together so quickly and kind of get a plan together for everyone that was just wondering what was going to happen to our kids education at that point. As the weeks progressed, um, it became more, I, I guess you can say, like a normal kind of thing. We all kind of adjusted. The Again, the educators at our school were just pumping out so much wonderful information that we were able to kind of go over all of this with our kids, which was really, really good. Um, they had so many resources for us as far as like the parents going as knowing what we were supposed to be doing. I know Maple was in kinder and at that point they had so many links to so many different videos to kind of help keep her on track and really kind of show me what they were learning. And so that way I could kind of build off on top of that, which is something that we did a lot here at home. I had previously um, tried to homeschool Addie Mae and not really so much homeschool. I'm going to use that term very loosely. Um, I wanted to prepare her for kindergarten before she went to kindergarten. So we purchased a homeschool a, like kit and I still had that available to me whenever um, it was Mabel being inside of actual kindergarten. So what I was able to do was see what the teachers were trying to teach, what the educators were putting out there and kind of find that material in the program that I already had purchased and kind of just reiterate everything that was being taught via social distance with here at the house. So I was really thankful that we had made that investment early on with Addie Mae because it ended up working very well for Mabel Ann. And as far as Addie Mae goes, honestly, um, we did a lot of drills when it came to like her multiplication because I knew that was something I mean, that's just like a building block for anything math wise. And that's one of the, the 
subjects that I personally struggle with. So I really wanted to emphasize my time with her in that department because I just know that as you get older, just the common basics, you know, are very important for you to be able to to succeed um, as she gets older in, in that department. She's always been really great at reading. And so I wasn't 100 percent as as dedicated into like, you need to do this. We were buying her books. She's reading them. She's able to tell me what's going on. She's um, she's the type of kid that for a long time, she just kind of carried a book with her. She had one in her purse generally, and she would read in the car a lot. And so I wasn't I wasn't too concerned thinking that she wasn't going to be able to catch up in that department. Again, I just really put all of my efforts with her into the whole math thing. We ended up finishing out the school year, which was so great. Again, um, we we just followed the distance planning, you know, um, regimen, um, I guess, schedule that they gave us. And then the school year was kind of over before we knew it, which was really good. I had seen so many people struggling. Um, you know, it's hard. It's hard when you're a working parent and you're trusting your kids almost to do this while you're not at home. And not only that, but I mean, if you get home from a long day at work, you got to sit down now and you need to do a whole school day's worth of work in like a few hours. And then you got to make dinner and then you got to go to bed and do it all over again the next day. People were getting burnt out and my heart was just aching for them because I just knew how difficult it was. I can say, um, again, it was it was really not that crazy for us. Um, I am a college student, and so my schooling did get affected. I mean, that's something that that I'm I, I'm I'm going to say because it's it's um it's really me having to carve out that time for myself and take that away from the girls to get all of this done, which which can be a little bit difficult. But honestly, we made it through. I was super concerned because I was actually taking a college like algebra type course. And if you know me at all, this girl cannot add one and one without a calculator to save her life. I know people think I'm joking when I say that, but I'm just I'm awful at math. It is something that I have always struggled with. It's something, I think it's because it just doesn't interest me. And and I know that that's probably not a good thing to say, but it just, it's not. I'm a reader. I love to read. I love to write. I love learning about history. I love learning about everything except for anything to do with math. There are so many rules. It's just super hard for me to keep up with them. And I mean, just knowing about all the parentheses and you've got to distribute the numbers and, you know, powers and things like that. And it's just something that I've always, always struggled with. And so um, I was actually in that class while distance learning began. And my whole plan had been to obviously the girls would be in school and I would take this class while they were in school, not over the summer, just so that way I could hire a tutor. I could really just put myself a hundred percent only into this. 
And that just was not what happened, which was super difficult because I ended up starting to take this class in the summer and having kids at home all day, fighting, asking for snacks, you know, just always needing my attention for something. I mean, it's almost like they see me sitting with all of my schoolwork out and that's when they need different things for me. Which, I mean, um, normally I don't mind. I don't mind at all. But it's really hard when you're trying to concentrate on something completely. And I know people are like, oh, we'll do it when they go to sleep. These girls were not falling asleep. They just weren't. They were staying up so late. And I, I felt so guilty because they had been robbed already from having a short school year and not being able to see their friends that my way of kind of making it up to them was letting them kind of have a little bit more freedom than I normally would have given them. Bedtime here is usually between 8 and 8.30. These girls were not going to bed until like 1 or 2 in the morning. And I'm sorry, but I don't know anybody who can study at 1 or 2 in the morning, wake up the next day, make breakfast, and just keep the days going. You know, it was not possible for me. So that was really hard. And I kind of thought to myself at some point, you know, they, they're going to go back. They'll go back in August and I'll have some more time. And then August came and we really didn't go back. And that was just as hard for my schooling. Again, it's nothing to do with them. I was so happy to be able to help them and do all the work with them and help in any way that I can. Because obvi- I mean, honestly, I love helping them. It's seriously It's great to know what they're learning and it's great to have some hands-on time with them. It was definitely, you know, an adjustment here, but we made it work. It was great. I tried not to complain too much because they're only little ones and this time is going to go by so quickly. I want to kind of soak it up. I don't ever want them to hear me complaining about being here at home with them or like the pandemic. I don't want their mental health to kind of suffer with that. I mean, I'm raising, I'm raising little women and I want them to know, you know, women are strong. I mean, men are strong, but I just, again, I have girls. And so I, I'm very much about girl power and women empowerment and just trying to build women up as high as I can so that they know that they're worth something I don't ever want them to think that there are any less or anything like that. And so I really have to be very conscientious of what I say, what I do around them, because they're like little sponges just kind of soaking it all up. I'm not um, a therapist. I'm not, you know, qualified to like make any of this. This is just normal life kind of things that I kind of go by, you know. So it's been it's been interesting. Um, we ended up starting off the school year this year, 2020, 2021 with distance learning. And then it got where my older daughter was becoming a little dependent on me to help her do her schoolwork, which kind of scared me because I said she was so confident last year and she was able to turn in so many assignments without having my help, without anything like that. And this year she was going in a different direction where she was second guessing herself. She was unsure. Her grades were really struggling. And I said, I think that you're just missing that one-on-one interaction. So it was a really, really hard decision to make. And we actually went against the advice of Mabel's um, 
her specialists and and we sent them to school because at some point you know we're going to have to somewhat learn to live with what's going on in the world and kind of adjust our lives to it but at the same time they still needed some kind of normalcy and i'm not here to debate if if you know I'm not judging anybody. If you kept your kids at home, great. If you sent them to school the very first day schools were open, fantastic. I am not one to judge at all because I'm just another mom. You know, we're all just doing what we think is best for our family. Uh, I will say that we're trying our best to keep safe. We constantly reiterate how important it is to, you know, keep our hands to ourselves, wash our hands, you know, don't share anything, you know, different things like that. And the school has been so fantastic about all of that, that I honestly, I mean, again, I know that it's anything in life is a risk, but I was willing to take this kind of risk at this point with the the help of the school, you know? So that was, that was really, really good. And so we've been doing that now, I guess you can say for about two months, Um, it's been going really, really good. The girls seem to thrive a little bit better. I will say I do feel a little bit as if though they, they, they seem happier. Like I'm, I'm going to say like they seem happier there than they were here at home. And I can honestly say, I think it's just human interaction. I mean, at that point when we, when the pandemic started, we kept them home. They didn't go anywhere, like not a single place. And that had to be just so hard. I remember putting them in the car a couple of times and just taking them for a drive, not getting down anywhere, just getting in the car and driving with them because I just knew that they needed to see the outside world. I didn't want for them to become dependent on being home or too comfortable here at home. I wanted them to see that the the world is still happening. The life, life is still happening out there. Am I protecting them? Yes, absolutely. But there would be a point where we would, you know, have to kind of adjust and just kind of, you know, use, use our smarts. It's like, like I tell them, use your smarts, know that you shouldn't be, you know, sharing anything, putting your mouth on anything putting your fingers in your mouth, even rubbing your eyes, putting your fingers in your ears, any little thing in your nose, anything like that, like our fingers and our hands should be always to ourselves in our pockets. Again, don't touch anything. Um, and they, 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 they've done really well. I think they've done really, really well with it. We're at the point right now with it being January that I'm almost tempted to just kind of start kind of living somewhat of a normal life again. And again, please no judging. I mean, we're all really just doing what we have to do. Um, they haven't done anything. They haven't gone anywhere. We we canceled our trip to Disney back in May last year, which was so heartbreaking. Oh, I know that, that there's first world problems. I understand that. But it was heartbreaking because we had planned so much of what was going to happen out there. You know, it was probably our last trip to Disney for a good time, a good while, because they're getting older and they want to see different things. Addie Mae is obsessed with New York. That's something that 
we personally want to give her. We want to show her pieces of the world so that she understands that there is more to life than just the little the, the city that we live in. We definitely, you know, we we we've went through a lot. And so at this point now, we're at the point where we're thinking of putting them back in a, a couple of activities. Activities that we know are pretty safe. Like I've been watching the activities that we're interested in and what they're doing to kind of help prevent any kind of spread and things like that. And so I've like, again, again, like I said, they usually start stuff like in August or September. We didn't do anything this year. We usually do cheerleading. We didn't do any of that. Addie Mae usually takes some sort of theater class, like a drama class or something. We didn't do that. You know, they just, they really didn't do anything. And so we're thinking that we're at the point now where they know better and we can trust them a little bit more. And the places that we're looking at are practicing safe measures. And so that might be something on the horizon for us here shortly. And so you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I just, you know, again, we're all just kind of doing what we can. It's going to be fine. We're going to be fine. It's all fine. <laughs> um, but I guess that kind of wraps up today. Uh, I hope that the pandemic hasn't affected your life so drastically that, you know, you're struggling in any way. If you are, there's so many hotlines out there for you to call and get help And I mean, if you're struggling with distance learning, what's really worked for us is just really staying in close communication with their teachers. They're really good about texting me and emailing me, which I just, I often tell them how thankful I am because without them, you know, I'm just really lost out there. So be sure to thank a teacher, thank an educator, thank whoever it is who's kind of helping your kiddo out. Um, remember to be kind and have some patience with people out there right now because we're all going through it. We're all feeling it. I hope you all have a good one. We'll talk soon.